0: Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees stubble a bit against the Baltimore Orioles, dropped two out of three. Kind of annoying against a little pesky Baltimore Orioles, so we kind of get into that, as well as preview the uh, incoming San Diego Padres coming uh, across the coast here uh, with the showdown with the Bombers at Yankee Stadium. But before we start, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, so wherever you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe, like, follow, all that, and get notified new content goes up throughout the rest of this baseball season and a little off season. So Baltimore Orioles come to town and, you know, you know, they kind of got out to a great start of the season. The Yankees went down to Camden earlier season, dropped two out of three. Well, ended up dropping two out of three here in the Bronx, which is kind of annoying because, you know, Yankees traditionally like the beat up on the Orioles. But again, this is a different Orioles team now. And again, they're even ahead of the Yankees uh, by by four games in the standings there. But it's a situation where I, I wouldn't really be bothered about this dropping two out of three here at versus, you know, earlier on in the season. You know, it was kind of an annoying series. Again, you had one great game the first one and kind of two annoying games on the back end. But I don't think it's somewhere definitively you look at the Baltimore Orioles as a much better team than the Yankees. I just think the Yankees a little bit, it's kind of a little bit worn out. I mean, they're in a good place. You know, I had the great Toronto series winning at three or four up there. And then, of course, sweeping the Cincinnati Reds and kind of things are rolling along a little bit. The Yankees looking really good. They stub a little bit here against the Baltimore Orioles. But, again, I still think the Yankees are in a good place overall. So kind of go back. So with the first game, and, again, it was just kind of these things that usually wouldn't happen. Now, Cole did achieve his 2000 career strikeout great, but uh, was behind early uh, for the Yankees and put the Yankees in an early 4-0 hole by the fourth inning there. Uh, but the Yankees did finally mount a comeback, you know, bottom of the fourth beta, finally got the Yankees on the board uh, with a home run to get the offense started. And then uh, in the ninth inning, the Yankees down by a run 6-5, uh, their close of Felix Batista against Aaron Judge. And we've seen the Yankees, you know, have some close calls against Batista, you know, usually put a few runners on it, but they can never get that big hit, especially down in Camden Yards. But finally, uh, the Yankees come through and an O two 2 pitch, which is inexcusable. Uh, Batista throws a breaking ball there and judge without peeking to the dugout launches a home run bomb to left field there ties the game up at that point six six and then the bottom of the 10th Anthony Volpe the exciting young rookie gets his first walk off a walk off sacrifice fly brings an IKF and the Yankees with a thrilling six to five walk off win there and you know you look at that game where again cold again, usually reliable I uh, just didn't you know didn't really have his best stuff and kind of Baltimore kind of smacked him around early, you know, put two runs up, up there early in, in the first inning and Cole was behind four nothing. Again, that's usually something that's not going to happen more times than not. Uh, so again, that's just a situation where I just don't. it's just, you know, I, I don't put too much stock in that. It's just, you know, Cole is a little sloppy, um, and, and again, but good to see the Yankee offense come back. Second game was really the, the most annoying one because mainly because the Yankees were up at this point in the fifth inning by a score of five to one. Uh, Gleyber Torres had you know two uh, home runs in the first five frames and Nestor Cortez looks like he was rolling along and Nestor had a good start uh, last time in Cincinnati. figure out right, maybe Nestor's getting his stuff back, but unfortunately, it did fall apart for him in seventh inning. Um, you could probably, make, again. Boone's had a kind of a difficult season, kind of knowing when to take pitches out, when to leave them in. And again, he probably a situation where he left Nestor in a a little bit too long, ready with two runners on in the inning, let him pitch to Adam Frazier and Adam Frazier deposited a three run home run Baltimore uh, within one run at the score at five to four. And then, uh, Jimmy uh, Cordero, who's getting usually reliable more times than not, he was no good either. Uh, let up for a couple of singles as well as an RBI double, and then it swung the score in favor of Baltimore six to five. And then Albert Abreu, who has just been almost always abysmal when they bring him in, let up three more runs, and Yankees went behind. Again, at one point leading five to one, we're now losing uh, nine to five. Again, a devastating eight run. Uh, seventh inning there for uh, Baltimore Orioles. So again, that's just something that's usually not going to happen. So I know even though it's disappointing losing two, two out of three, it, kind of, it was just sort of a freaky three game set there. And then it brings us to game three, which is also maybe not as annoying, but it was more just on the Yankee offense, which did absolutely nothing. Now early in the game, Boone got ejected for the fourth time this season, leads all managers, basically Schmidt was really throwing perfect strikes on the, on the outside corner there. And the umpire was just totally missing them. So yeah, I understand Boone's frustrations at this point, usually once in a while, like I think the manager is overdoing a little bit when they try to, you know, I think they try to do it. Maybe try to get the offense, to wake up a little bit, get the team to wake up a little bit. They just seemed a little lethargic from the first game, but these calls were so bad and so egregious. I, Totally support Boone going out there, um, given the home plate umpire a mouthful. And I guess from all the yelling, technically he spit a little bit on the umpire's mouth. You could read his lips there, and so that caused Boone to officially get ejected. So four times the season, and you know Schmidt, who I've kind of been I've been beating up on him a lot, uh, but you know, he really didn't deserve. He deserved the better fate with this. Only gave up one run in the fifth. Day. It was an RBI single to Santander. Uh, put the Yankees behind one nothing, and the Yankee offense did absolutely nothing. And really, the, the story of the game was Kyle Gibson not really overpowering, but absolutely shut the Yankees down uh, for seven innings, seven innings of scoreless ball. Uh, only struck out three, but again, the Yankees really couldn't get anything going against them. And you kind of see, you know, maybe the offense a little tied a little bit below that. I don't know that exactly. I mean, maybe some individual Yankees are. But again, it was just kind of a freaky thing where you don't see Cole giving up, Four, you know, four runs early on in the game. You don't see the Yankee pitching staff in general giving up eight runs in one inning for the second game. And in the third game, These the Yankee offense was just non-existent. And again, it's just kind of three freakish things, in there, which is, again, I wouldn't put too much uh, stock that you know, the Yankees are, oh my God, they're back in the bad ways. I still think they're in a good place overall. Uh, but unfortunately Yankees dropped uh, two out of three there so that's it and now again getting some individual Yankees I think some are like DJ LeMay who's getting a little bit tired I mean he's only hitting 158 in his last seven games with no home runs and you remember early on he wasn't supposed to be on his feet this long and he's come recovering from the fractured foot from the offseason there and I mean he was supposed to play the field a a little bit but again I think the absence of Donaldson has put DJ at third base a lot more than they were planning to and maybe it's starting to take effect a little bit maybe get off his feet a little bit there so he could be A little bit tight, and again, Judge was pretty much red hot up in Toronto. Uh, He was red hot, also hitting not as many home runs, but still hitting the ball hard in Cincinnati. And maybe he cooled off just a little bit. So you know, a little ebb and flow there. Uh, So again, I wouldn't put too much worry about it. Now, speaking of Donaldson, finally getting a rehab start there in his first game, did go one for three. So he's working his way back as well as Lee throwing a score in, in a scoreless inning in his his rehab comeback there. So you know, I get the I think getting those pieces back soon, even though you know Yankee fans aren't exactly. Dying to see Josh Donaldson again. I think just getting him in the field a little bit more at third base, getting DJ off his feet a little bit more, and you know, obviously Torres, uh, you know, he's doing great at second base there. So you know, obviously he's he's going to get the majority starts at second base, but then maybe once in a while like put DJ there at second base, uh, just give you know Torres a day off, and that was the original plan. And I think just getting DJ off his feet a little bit will help him because he was hitting much better about a week ago. He's dropped down about two fifty, so you could tell he's just. He's probably just a little tired out, and he had that whole fiasco in the first game with the miss sign when he tried to do that the suicide screen with Torres, and we don't know if DJ missed a sign, did Torres miss a sign? Never really got the you know full breakdown there, but maybe he's just out of it a little bit. So I think that's one of the reasons why you know the Yankees kind of had this little disappointing series against Baltimore. But I think overall, if you compare two two teams if they're hitting on all cylinders, I still think the Yankees are the better team. They just kind of need to get it going a little bit against those Baltimore Orioles. So now we got the San Diego Padres coming to town. And the parties with all the big stars and all the offseason moves, are, you know, they have Soto and Machado. They made those trades at the deadline, bringing in Soto and Josh Bell and all that. And, of course, had the big offseason, uh, gave the contract to Zander stand. Of course, you have Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, coming back from his, you know, PED s- suspension, w- which was a shampoo hair thing, which is all kind of weird. And, of course, the old friend Matt Carpenter, the former Yankee, uh, making his return. We'll see if he, uh, you know, if he, gets an and if he gets an ovation by the Yankee Stadium crowd. I think he will. As well as you've got the old veteran. In there, Nelson Cruz, who's you know the ageless wonder there, but of course now the San Diego Padres have all these great players, they have Yu Darvish, uh, but it's been a disappointing season for them. They're coming in at twenty three and twenty seven, so so with all those big names. With, you know, the great postseason run they had last year with all the expectations coming this year, they're four games under 500. So just imagine if the Yankees were in that situation, people would be, uh, you know, burning uh, Ka- uh, Brian Cashman at the stake. The Yankees, otherwise, on the other side, in a, in a better place at 30 and 22, eight games over 500. Again, stubble up against with the Baltimore Orioles now. There's seven games back of the Tampa in the AL East, slowly climbing there. So that'll be the showdown now. The little spice to this is going to be the debut of Randy Vasquez, the Yankee, uh, I guess, I don't want to call him a phenom, but I guess he's a big name in the farm system there that they have high hopes on. Of course, Domingo Haman is serving that 10-game suspension with the substance issue. So that's why he's not pitching this game. So they're going to bring up Randy Vasquez to have the start. And we will see how the young guy does. You know, is he going to be a Johnny Brito? Is he going to be a Domingo Moran? Is he going to be a Clark Schmidt or is he going to be a Luis Severino stud? We don't know yet. We'll see. That all raise the scene. So Yankees still a little bit against Baltimore Orioles, but I think, uh, you know, like this matchup again. Padres hopefully there's not a series where they come alive you know of course you know just the Yankees luck I could see that happening but you know this is a team that has been struggling a bit so the Yankees maybe could k- kind of get back in the winning ways win a series at home against a, you know, again maybe a team that's having a great record but again you look at the superstars on that Padres team you feel good about if you could beat them two at three or even sweep them that would be even better and if Randy Vasquez could have an impressive first start even the more better so that's the episode I'll uh, we'll catch you next time